All right, so we are on Mem Gimel Amid Bays. We are almost exactly in the middle of the page. The first word in line is Ad, and the second to last two words on the page are Ve'amana Min. So here we are. Okay, so um, so we're still uh, battling out a little bit what the sheet there for Viosi is really all about. Um, what his approach is to how Chanama comes to Nisuin versus Arison, etc. So the the one of the, one of the questions that came up, or one of the the ways that Rabbi Yossi made his point originally was that an almana, a woman whose husband passed away, um, would have um, had a unique scenario that if she had 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 Arison with her husband and that he passed away, that she can't do Nisuin. Why? Why is she excluded? Because of Amana because of because of evil because she's going to be for thirty days she's going to be uh, still in Avelos and can't do uh, get married can't do Arison during Avelos. Um, so the Gemara questions that whole concept why that that, that woman can't do uh, can't do Arison while she is uh, in Avel. So the Gemara says as follows: Amana mina Arison mi isla evil a woman who uh, who um, is. Do, is was only new reset. She would never nise. She never got fully married. She only had Arison with her husband. Is there even Avelos in such a scenario? And a woman who's married to her husband and her husband passes away, they had Nisuin, so then she has Avelos, Shiva, Shloshim, etc. But what about in a scenario where she was only from Arison? Vahatani, we have a Bryce which seems to say the opposite. Ishto Arusa. If a man was married to a woman, but it was only through Arison, he doesn't become an Onain, right? The first stage after someone passes away, a relative passes away, that you're an Onain. The person doesn't do mitzvot, doesn't meet or drink wine, etc. If he's a Kohen, right? A Kohen cannot become Temel and Mace except to his Krovim, right? To his close relatives. If his wife from Arison passes away, he does not become Tamei to her. And she also doesn't become an onenes if he passes away, and she doesn't become tame to him. Here, tame doesn't mean not about kahuna because women don't have this iser um, of becoming uh, becoming a uh, becoming tame. Rashi points out v'lo It's the second to last line in the skinny Rashi. He says v'lo matama kol ma'ena mitzuvali just means she doesn't have to be involved in in the in the burial. But the point being that again, they're not kroven to each other. They're not. They don't have the status of avelos in these situations. Uh, Mesa ain't no Yorsha, right? If she di- if she dies, he doesn't he doesn't uh, acquire her her Yerusha, right? Mesu uh, go If he dies, she still gets Exuba. But the point is that it's pretty clear that this that saying that the Yeshita Verbiosi, right, was was that um, the only that, that 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 the whole story was talking about a woman coming from um, uh, a woman coming from Arison. You know, being forbidden to do something, Arison and Nisuin, because of Avelos, doesn't seem to shake out. Uh, because in the end of the day, it doesn't seem that we have a, we have Avelos in such a scenario. So why would she be excluded on account of the Avelos that she has from the original marriage, which was only through Arison? That's not going to work. So, so the Gemara at this point has been has got stuck and basically has uh, has to bring us kind of all the way back to where we were. Actually, I think the art scroll has a nice. Uh, it just like it. Because we've been doing this for three days, this whole this whole machlokas has a nice paragraph where it kind of brings you all back, brings you all the way back. I think it's in forty three, B three, where it writes like this: 
Facing this difficulty, the Gemara abandons its emendation of Rav Yossi's ruling in the Mishnah. We had a whole new pshat in Rav Yossi, and now the Gemara basically will reject that whole new pshat. Uh, thus, we return to the original understanding of Rav Yossi, i.e. that he permits the women leaving Nisuin to enter Erisin at once. Right? Rav Yossi's original approach was that a woman who was, had had Nisuin can be Nises immediately, right? with the exception of a widow who must wait 30 days because of the morning obligation. But that makes sense. Why? Because if Rabbi Yossi is talking about a case of coming from Arison to Nisuin, that's not going to make any sense. But if you, but if you, if you go with his original shot, which was that she was coming from Nisuin and going into Arison, so in that scenario, again, now we understand why uh, she has to wait 30 days because she was fully married to him. But if that's true, then the original Kasha comes back. Right? Rabbi's question therefore returns. Right? There's a Kavachomer, the original Kasha. And what about the Kavah Homer that teaches that just as it's permissible to enter Arison during the morning period which precedes the t- week of Tisha B'av, so too is permissible for a mourner to enter Arison during the 30 days of mourning? The Gemara will now attempt to answer that question, right? So I mean, our original question was, if, according to Rav Yossi, the, uh, the, woman, the only reason why the woman can't get married, right? The Almana needs Havchana is because of the fact that um, there's an issue of Avelos, so again, she's coming from Nisuin, so there's real Avelis. She's going to Arison, and we're excluding her from, from, uh, from doing Arison. Why? Because of Avelis. So Rava's kasha was, but wait a second, if I, it was a Kavachomer, if when it comes to the, the, the Shavur Shechab, then in that scenario, I could do Arison, even though I was forbidden to do laundry, etc. So why then in this case, by this woman, who is in Shloshim and can certainly do, do, uh, you know, can do laundry, etc., why can't she do Averson. So we're still stuck with that question on the sheet of Rabbi Yossi, and that's what the Gemara is now going, now going to try to answer. So, um, fine. So the Gemara says, Ella Tanahi. So fine, the truth is, we have to say a noobshat how to understand this whole case. And really, ra- rather, the whole thing is a machalgos time. What's a machalgos time? Look at Rashi uh, in, the, in the first wide line. Ella Tanahi. Ella la'olam kitakatani masnisin kol hanashim yis arsu. Right? So rather, we go back to the way we originally said that all women... Are, you know, can get do erisin. As we said originally, down is suoskai, referring to women who done who had come from nisuin. Right, and the and the question of whether we care about the avelos question is part of the machlokas here right? between Yosi and Behuda. And the implication is that erisin, while she's in avel as aser, Tanahi. So what about that question? But wait a second. That Rava asked. When it comes to Avelis, in terms of Shavuot Shachabo, we allow, we, we allow uh, a woman to do Erisin. So the Gemara is the answer. Well, that issue is a Machalakos Tanayim. The question of whether that, that's true when it comes to Shavuot Shachabo Tishabov, that's actually not undisputed. That's actually Machalakos. So we're going to have to say in the end is that, again, at this stage, is about to say, oh, so Yos doesn't hold like that Shita. Yosef holds it. The other Shita, who holds it, you actually can't do Erison during Shur Shachab with Tishrov. So, and the Gemara is going to play it out now. So take a look now in the Gemara. So Ela Tanahi, the son of Rosh Chodesh, Vada Tainis, from Rosh Chodesh Av until Tishabov, Ha'am Nimatim Miaskehem, we minimize our work. Milisa, Militain, Belivdos, Mintoa, to do business and to, uh, to build and to plant, Umili Ares, and to get married, right, to do Erison. Umilisa, right, or to do Nisuin, Shabbos Shechal Tishabav Besocha Asr Lesaper Lechabis, and then the week of Tishabav, which is which is um, um, the week of Tishabav, 
uh, you can't. You also can't do get a haircut or do laundry. So the, according to this, to this, uh, you know, But the point is that according to this opinion, what do we say? We're saying that actually getting married is included in the same iser the entire shur shachabo, just like you know, even actually even more. It sounds like even then, then. Uh, then doing laundry, etc., and that the issue of Arison is across the board and and uh, applies applies even doing shvur shachab So if that's true, so then again, so what that that the kash that Rava asked about the shita Rav Yosi, why can't she do Arison? The answer is, and what I know that shvur, that when it comes to hilchot tishabav, shvur shachab, she can't get married. The answer is she, she's allowed to get married. The answer is actually some shita say she can't get married. So okay, so now it's all consistent. The fact that. You know, we're not, he's not allowing uh, Arison during, during uh, Shloshim, just like we don't allow Arison during the, the week of Tisha B'Av. Fine. Um, by the way, just this whole approach really uh, supports the approach of, of Salvechik, who always argued that, you know, Shur Shachabo is like Shloshim, and then Tisha B'Av is like, is like Avelos. And he always kind of had this, this approach that, that the, the uh, what we're going to call, Avelis Yeshana, which we're going to reference in a second, is, is mirrored after Avelis Chadasha. The, the, the public seaboard type of Avelis is always a reflection of an individual's type of Avelis. And it has nafkaminas if you say that. Uh, but his point always was that you, the, 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 the way Chazal the way set up the Avelis of, of you know, three weeks, the nine days, Tisha B'Av, etc., was supposed to be mirrored in the opposite direction of how we, how we have Avelis for an individual. Right? That the way an individual goes from Shiva to Shloshim to Yerbeis Chodesh, we do the opposite. We go, you know, care, you know slowly uh, progress into a more intense Avelos based on the same principles. So you see here the Gemara is making that, you know, that assumption in a certain sense of, of, of comparing the two, at least at this point. Fine. But that, so that's, so that's the Gemara's first possible answer to this, to this or, or at least at this stage, answer to this problem uh, of the Kavachom of, of Rava. The answer is the Kavachom doesn't start because... Not all opinions agree that Arison is permitted to Shur Shachabotishba. Fine. Mask of Laravashi. Ravashi is not happy and he's gonna attack. So Ramask of Ravashi, me mildly arisli aris mamish, dumalamebad su does Arison who would usar. Maybe that Baraisa, when it says it's forbidden to do Arison, it doesn't mean that Arison is usar. It means that making a suudas Arison is usar. Because again, the, the Arison itself, we assume, doesn't bring all that much simcha, but the Suda, that really brings a lot of simcha. So maybe that's not what the price is talking about. It's not saying it's forbidden to get, to, to have the technical halachic Arison. It means it's forbidden to have a party about it. And that's, that's what's us. Um, Hali Aris, Shabbat Dami. But to actually do Arison would be permitted. And if that's true, our Kashim Yosi comes back. Because then it would be that everyone agrees that Arison is permitted during Shur Shechabo. So it says the Gemara, not so fast. Ihachi mi lisa li nase nami lamebad sudas nisuin hudaser. And if that's true, when the Gemara, when the Brisa said, and you can do nisuin, or you're forbidden to do nisuin, what? You're going to tell me that means that it's only forbidden to have the party, but having actual nisuin is permiss- permitted now? Now you're telling me that nisuin is permitted during Shavuot Shachabo. Is that really true? Um, right, that, can't, that can't be. So, uh, so that's true. So now that's a rejection. So the, in which case, the distinction is good. And then the kasha goes away on Rav Yosi. So Gemara says, "No, hachi hashda. What do you mean? Bishlam and Yisuin below Suda ika simcha. Ela erisin below Suda mi ika simcha." Gemara says, "No, I, I w- you don't have to make that comparison. You could have said that the brisa means that when I say you can't do 
Arisin, I mean Suda's Arisin. Why? Because Arisin by itself is not that exciting. Right? It's a, it's a you know, halachic beginning of marriage, but it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. As we know, they're still forbidden to be together, etc. Really, there's no real simcha there anyways. The only Suda by Arisin is when you have a Suda's Arisin. But, but Nisuin has simcha in and of itself. They're fully married now. They can live as husband and wife. There's a, there's a lot more simcha that exists without the suuda. So I could understand the language not being exactly parallel. And that really it means, liares uh, means to do a suuda's erhin. That's what's forbidden during Shur Shachabo. And what's, and, and what's still forbidden during, uh, during Shur Shachabo? It's also forbidden to do real Nisuin, even though it doesn't mean um, d- just the party. It means actually the Nisuin itself. If that's true, then I'm still okay. And the, 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 that sheet in the Bryce is still telling me that Arison is forbidden. Actual, sorry, that, sorry, in which case, we're not okay. In which case, Arison is actually permitted. It was Suda's Arison that was only forbidden. In which case, we have a problem. We still have our problem with Rabbi Yossi. Um, why, why, is he, why is he forbidding the woman to do the uh, Almanak, to get married within Shloshim, if again, Arison itself is permitted during, during, during Shushachabah, in which case it should be permitted during Shloshim. So now Rav Ashley to give a different shot. I'll tell you why, says Ravashi, we're not concerned by the Kavachomer of Rava. So, Ella Amr Ravashi, shiny Avelis Chadasha, may Avelis Yeshana. Be shiny Avelis the Rabbim, may Avelis the Yachad. So, he says it like, like this. What was Rava's whole problem with Rabbi Yossi? And this is the original approach of Rabbi Yossi. What was Rava's original problem with it? Rava's Kavachomer. He said, if I, when it comes to the Avelis of, 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 uh, of you know, Tishabav, Shur Shachabu, etc., if we allow Arison um, during that time, how can it be we are forbidding it during Shloshim? Right? There's, a, there's an expectation there that there's a, that there's a comparison. Right? That just like Shloshim is like Shloshim in a certain sense, and that's why Arison, and nevertheless, Arison is permitted, so it must be, how could it be that you're going to forbid Arison for this Almana during her Shloshim? And answers the Gemara, your whole assumption is incorrect. The expectation that Avelis Yeshana, right, old, old, you know, the, the old Avelis, which means the Avelis of Chorber Beis Mikdash, is exactly the same as Avelis Chadasha, which is an individual's personal Avelis, is not entirely correct. There are still, there are still distinctions between the two. And just because Arisen is permitted during, during, uh, during above does not necessarily mean anything about what's permitted, permitted for somebody during Shloshim. Not all the halachas will be exactly the same. And so therefore, the answer is the Gemara. And again, if that was your whole kasha, Rava, then all I have to tell you is they're not, the comparison is not exactly the same. They're not, not exactly correct. They're, sometimes there'll be a halacha that's permitted during a Vilash Yishana, which is not true by Vilash Chadasha. That's all. And that's, and that's a Vilash Rabbim, a Vilash Yishana. It's the same thing. A Vilash Rabbim is a Vilash Yishana. The Vilash that we have, all of us, for the Chum Mitzvah. That's different than the Vilash of the individual, which might have certain chumras that don't exist in Avilas Yishan. So if that's true, if that's true, then again, now our original question that we started with goes away. Yeah, we could have given that answer all the way at the beginning and saved us enough, you know, Haldav uh, Gemara. But uh, if that's true, then you, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't know all the distinctions. But, the, uh, but the, the, that kasha goes away, and now Rabbi Yossi is safe. And we can, uh, you know, conclude the Gemara with that, um, basically not having to change Rabbi Yossi, etc., and go back to the way we had him originally. Fine, so that concludes that Gemara. So now maybe we'll just uh, at least learn the Mishnah so we get ourselves on to Daf Mem Dalet. So, new Mishnah. Mishnah says as follows. Arba Achin Nisuin Arba Nashin. Okay, four brothers. All brothers married four women. doesn't say Arba Achayos. They're not say all, it's the, the women are not related to each other. But it's four men who are brothers, all married 
uh, married to four different women. Umesu. And the assumption at this point is, and all four of them died. If the oldest, if the older brother wants to do yibum with all of them, he can do that. So you're going to ask me if it was only four brothers and all four of them died, who's left in yibum? The Gemara doesn't ask this kasha. So there's there's more brothers here. It was four of the Gemara doesn't actually make that emendation in the in the very first piece of the Gemara. It must be it was four of four brothers within a family that has more than four. So there's four of them. And there's a fifth or a sixth or a set, whatever. And who are left, you know, uh, so two or three brothers are left over, uh, at least one. So if that, if that um, actually the implication is even more than one, because it's a Haggadol Shabam. So there's got to be more than one brother, at least two brothers there, besides these four. So if that older brother wants to go ahead and do Yibam with all four women, that is permitted. He's allowed to do that. Um, I and mean, that's why, because again, they're not sisters. They're just, they're just all separate wives, right? Okay, a man who was married to two women, umes, and then he dies. We've kind of implied this over and over again. I don't know if we've ever quoted this line from the Mishnah, right? but this is an important point, right? That if you have a man who's married to two women and, and then he dies, the, the yibum or the chalitza of one of them Potter's the co-wife. The other co-wife can go, is, is, is free to go once at least one of them does chalitza or yibum. Okay? Continues the Mishnah. If one of them is permitted to the brother and one of them is not, so what, what would that mean? Look at Rashi. Sorry, it's not permitted or forbidden to the brother. Sorry. But just one, one of them is a previous, has previously been a grusha and the other one has not. Okay? So let's say one of the women was married to another man before she was married to this guy's brother and then this is her second marriage and now the husband from her second marriage passes away and now the brother is waiting to do yibum with her or her co-wife. Right? So what happens? If he's going to do chalitza, again, one chalitza works for both women. So which woman should he choose to do chalitza with? He should do chalitza with the woman who was the grusha already. Why? Because she's already, a, 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 a grusha is already a surah kohen, and a chalitza is also a surah kohen. So if you have to choose which one to do chalitza with, you should choose the woman who already has that psul. Right? Because why would you, if you have woman A and woman B, woman A is psul of kohen, woman B is not, she's, gonna deal, she's only an almana, and almana is permitted to a kohen. So what should you do? You should make sure to do the chalitza with, the, with woman A, who is already a grusha, because you're not adding anything to her status. So she's also a, chal- a chalutza, that's true. But at least she already was forbidden to marry Cohen. If you're going to do it with woman B, now you're going to make woman B forbidden to a Cohen f- for no reason. Really, there's no reason to do that. You could spare that from her. Right? Look at Lakuna, don't, don't now take this woman who was permitted to a Cohen and make her per- per- forbidden to a Cohen. This is a, you know, a, a, you know, idiom. A person shouldn't shouldn't take water from a from a uh, you know a pit and spill it out, right? Because he doesn't need it if someone else needs that water. Don't don't waste your water just because you don't need it if someone else needs it. Me- meaning, yeah, you're not impacted by who you do chalitza with. It's not gonna impact you. You don't care, but it matters to her, right? So be a, basically means be a mensch, right? And be careful and be thoughtful about it and make sure to. Only do yibum with the woman, the chalitza with the woman who, um, you know, who would be le- least impacted by it. If you can do that, so you should be thoughtful about it. Basically, mission says, and only, 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 uh, only uh, do chalitza with the woman who's already psula. Fine. 
Um, but you can imagine, just by the way, I don't know if we'll, we'll have to see if we get into this or not, if they're not both psula, if not one of them is not psula, and then you have to choose one to chalitza with, that's a, you know, how, how do you make that decision? Right, which woman with, with whom to do the chalitza, because that woman's going to become psula and the other one's not. So that's, you, have to have, you have to find out that answer to that question. What about when it's not so obvious? Right? So we'll have to see. But if you have to yibam, so then you can leave him with the kshera. We're going to see it's not clear that it has to be with the kshera, because again, he can, this man, as long as he's not a Kohen, so he can do yibum with, e- with either of them. So it might mean yibum l'kshera, we have to see what this language means, but the yibum l'kshera could, could mean, if he's a Kohen, yeah, he has to yibum only with the kshera. But if he's, but that because the other woman's forbidden to him. But if it's, uh, if it's going to be a scenario, if he's not a Kohen, which presumably he's not in this case, so then, um, so then presumably he can do yibum with either one. So we'll have to see what the language of yibum l'kshera. But uh, anyways, that ends the Mishnah. That takes us to the top of Daphne Mdalad. So we will pick up again next week.